Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with light workers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you are here. Are you discouraged by the level of discourse? There's constant political strife, bad news, and tension with friends and family maybe creating stress? Well, my guest today is Kathy Henry. She's not only wise, she's also my wife. And she's here today to talk with me about the ideas that led us to create the Open Peaceful Heart Project and why she believes continuing to reach out in love, accepting each other's failings, and offering community-centered meditation is one of the most effective ways to create lasting change. Are you ready to meet my wife? Kathy Henry is a marketing consultant, copywriter, and an active volunteer in community organizations, including her local Unitarian Universalist Church, hospice, and her local hospital's parenting program. She's also active politically as the education chair of the League of Women Voters, Oakland County, Michigan area, and she's spoken on statewide voting rights proposals. Kathy has two delightful, impeccable, astonishing teenage sons, and she's past president and current legislative liaison at the high school PTA. She is passionate about educational equity and enjoys engaging with people in person and online about today's most challenging issues. You can find out more about the Open Peaceful Heart movement and join our global community at openpeacefulheart.com. Kathy, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you very much. It's thank, great to be here. And thank you for coming in. It's as glamorous as I promised you it would it's be. It's very glamorous, it? yes. I have a view of the street. It's very exciting. <laughs> See, in most radio <laughs> studios, they don't even let you look out the windows. They right. just cover the windows. So it's good. We were talking in the car on the way over here. I had been thinking that Open Peaceful Heart was your idea. You said it was my idea. What? How do you remember this all coming together? What brought this into being? So this really all started back in early 2016, mid-2016, uh, before the election. And we were becoming very aware of kind of the level of discourse and the difficulties that people were having in engaging with each other, both online and in person, and everything just seemed very, very tense. And my instinct is typically to run in and fix, um, and your instinct is usually the opposite, which is how do we slow it down and look at what is really underneath what is going on here. And I think that contrast is is really what led us both to kind of come to this open peaceful heart idea. I mean, we both really had the idea to do something that something needed to be done that we needed to somehow make a difference and figure out how best to make a difference and bring uh, the high level of anxiety down for people. And I think that this instinct when you know when everything is so fraught and it feels like people are kind of at each other's throats a lot and things feel very discordant, um, kind of at a above the line level, then when we dig down underneath that, how do you soothe that and maybe bring something into the world that is going to calm those nerves and is going to really address what's lying underneath all of that, which really is our fear, right? It's 
mainly fear that drives us to have these kind of reactions and um, and and lash out at people. It's because we're underneath everything. We're afraid. And so how do we soothe that and solve that problem? Well, and it's interesting. I've loved you for a thousand years, but we're so different from each other. And to me, it's really interesting when I look at this project kind of from the from the outside of it, it's really interesting how two people who are so different and who have such different ways of reacting when there's an issue, you jump in, right? I slow it down. It's really cool that we could come together and create something maybe that then I hope is available for people of all kinds of ways of dealing with things, whether they want to jump right in, whether they want to slow it down to make a a place that's safe. Cause I think that fear makes us run sometimes to the old way of doing it. It makes us run to the thing we've tried before we've done before we think maybe it'll work. And when time, at least as I see it, when, when times are like they are right now, it's, it's okay to stop and take a breath because we can't solve the division or quiet that noise in the way we've always tried to do it before. There's a new solution that we're being called to bring in. Right. Absolutely. I think that's absolutely true. And I think that the old way doesn't really work for us anymore. And I also think that with Open Peaceful Heart, what we were trying to do too was um, to maybe to, to quiet things down a little bit and to look at what's lying underneath um at what's lying underneath people's anxiety. Can you say a little bit about that idea of, of contrast? I think of Open Peaceful Heart as something we do. So Open Peaceful Heart is a free 15-minute guided meditation. We do it um, live on the first Sunday of every month, but there are always um, past guided meditations available for you anytime at openpeacefulheart.com. I think of Open Peaceful Heart as this place where I come once a month and it's like a little cave that's waiting for me, a little safe space, a little container for whatever's happened during the month, whatever I'm working through, whatever's going on. And there's a real contrast between the, what to me feels like the safety of that space and the noise of the outside world. Right. Well, there's the contrast. And actually, it, that it reminded me of what I was going to say before, which is about um, because the other contrast we have, of course, is uh, political contrast. And so the other thing that Open Peaceful Heart does is it really speaks to anyone. It doesn't matter what side of the political, quote unquote, side of the political spectrum you're on. Hopefully we're really all on the same side is what I think we would like to ultimately believe at the very end. Um, but it, it doesn't matter what that contrast is because that fear that's underneath is the same for all of us, I think. And I think we're all concerned and anxious and afraid of the future because there is just a lot of stuff going on in the world. So, but stepping back to this concept of contrast, I think um, you and I, we also talked about uh, earlier today, a story, our youngest son, James, who has a a very innate sense of the stage. (laughs) So when he was in kindergarten, he was in this little hip hop club in his school. This was in San Francisco. And he, they had a little performance and each one of the kids got, I don't know, four bars or something to show off their hip hop moves. And his hip hop move, because he knew precisely what would work and precisely that contrast was exactly what would move the audience. He came out in the middle of this big circle of kids and just stood there 
for his time, stood there, looked a little bit up and out over the audience, and everyone laughed and thought it was hilarious because his timing, his sense of if I I have, there is activity and motion going on all around me. If I stand still, that is actually going to bring me more attention than if I jump around and spin. And I think that is also very very much speaks to open peaceful heart that if we're quiet we're actually going to bring more positive attention and more awareness than if we're jumping around and spinning and spewing off on social media or to each other in person so well and it's when i when i when i sat next to you and and watched that happen he stood there. He took that stage, not like a kid who forgot his move or, or had stage fright and then were worried for him. He was a confident, peaceful, joyful presence on that stage. Right. And it was very purposeful. He was not, it wasn't, it wasn't like he'd forgotten anything. He did that absolutely on purpose. That was his plan all along. <laughs> and there, and it takes, I believe it takes real courage when everyone around you is turning somersaults and firecrackers and there's yelling. It takes real courage to be a peaceful, confident presence for slowing down, for paying attention, for bringing the conversation back to its essence, which at least for me, the essence always is where is spirit? Where is love here? Where is growth here? Where is openness here? Where can we all come to that, to that, common ground. And so I guess in a way to me, when we're doing Open Peaceful Heart together every month, it's like I come back to that space that's been prepared for me and there is that confident, quiet presence. Mm -hmm. There's that place we can all come together. And I think this is a good segue to our clip, our Open Peaceful Heart. Okay. Um, So are you saying that this is a a good segue to to the clip? Um, that we brought. One of the things that we do in Open Peaceful Heart is um, Kathy writes a beautiful guided meditation as the as the focus that the group does every month. And we've brought a little excerpt that I'd love to do with you all. Now, she writes them and I voice them. She is the heart of Open Peaceful Heart and I'm kind of the, the tongue, I guess, the throat of it. So if you'll just take a minute with me here, wherever you are, sitting or if you're wandering around, if it's safe for you to close your eyes, go ahead and do that. If you're driving your car or if you're performing neurosurgery, do not close your eyes. That would be foolish. So if it's safe for you, close your eyes and just get quiet and just imagine if you can, as you begin to breathe, just become aware of the breath moving through your body. And imagine if you can that from the soles of your feet, wherever you are, you can send out roots green, healthy, beautiful roots moving down through the earth's crust, down through the earth, down until you reach the center of the earth and wrap those roots around that core. And as you do, you feel that pulse of the earth, that grounding earth energy coming back up into your body. Just let it rise. It's always there. What's rising, what's changing is your awareness of that grounding energy from the earth. And as that energy rises up through your body, become aware as it climbs now through your body, every pulse, every breath, bringing awareness of your grounding and protection. Become aware of space at the top of your head. And that's your crown chakra right there. That's where you open to connect with spirit. And as you open to spirit, a new pulse, a new rhythm comes in. That's your connection with divine love, divine light, divine truth, divine sight. And let that energy come right down now 
into your body until it joins that pulse, that beat of grounding earth energy. These two beautiful connected forces dancing together, earth and source, combined to make your natural energetic rhythm. No one else feels that like you feel it right now. That grounds you and protects you. And as we rest in that contrast, earth and source, that rightness, earth and source, that grounding and protection, let's just bring our attention to the idea of darkness. I don't mean negative energy or bad things when I talk about darkness. What I mean is that our lives are a mixture of light and dark, that we can't perceive light without darkness. There's no darkness without light. And these contrasts are with us in all areas of our lives. There's no understanding of life without death, no understanding of freedom without restriction, no clarity without understanding confusion. And so as you continue to breathe deeply and comfortably, keep your eyes closed and imagine yourself in a darkened room or cave on the darkest night of the year. Now the darkness here is not something that fills you with fear, but rather this safe, velvety darkness reminds you of something. It reminds you of the darkness from which you were born. In this darkness you are growing and changing until it's time to be born into the light. All things are created from the formlessness of darkness. The planets and the stars are born from the darkness of space. Plants begin from darkness below the earth, and you began in the darkness of your mother's womb. Without darkness, there is no light. As you breathe into this darkness, you may remember the difficulties you have faced and the ones you are facing. You may think of the people with whom you're encountering difficulty, people who might cause you to feel upset or angry. Here in this space, it's safe to simply notice these things and allow them to drift away. They cannot disturb you here in this place of silence and wholeness. The darkness offers rest and refuge, a chance to rejuvenate your spirit. In this place you can be quiet, be still. Allow yourself to be comforted. You are held by loving arms that offer protection as your soul regenerates and reforms. This stillness is what you have been craving, where nothing is required of you but your presence. You can simply be, and you are loved for who you are. When you are ready... Rise and walk out into the dark night. Perhaps there's snow on the ground, reflecting the light from the moon and stars. Look up at the midnight blue sky with thousands of tiny pinpoints of light. These stars are your gifts to the world and are reflected and amplified in this winter night. Some of them have names, some of them are still forming in the depths of your being. This cannot be rushed into existence. You must give these gifts time to unfold. The holidays are a good time to set an intention to slow down each day and enjoy moments of solitude and silence, even if only for a few minutes. 
appreciate the darkness of the night and take advantage of the opportunities you have for resting and rejuvenating. The journey to your stars requires strength. Take the time to prepare yourself with quiet anticipation and the knowledge that every pinpoint of light creates positive change in the world. And giving thanks for what we've received, whatever that may be, just bring your attention back to this space that Kathy and I share. It's a good time to say you're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. I'm talking with Kathy Henry about the Open Peaceful Heart Project. You can get more information, sign up for email reminders, and hear free guided meditations at openpeacefulheart.com. That thing you said at the end of the meditation, Kathy, the thing you wrote about the holidays, that's, that's a time of a lot of stress for people, and it's a time when division can really... Mm, jump in and take over. Right. I think that's absolutely true. And I think there are a couple of different things about the holidays. So I, I know a lot of people who have actually stopped getting together with family over the last couple of years because it causes so much um, strife and there are people having actual arguments, um, physical arguments. But I think, well, not I don't mean physical, like knock down dragon armors, but I mean actual arguments um, with each other, verbal arguments with each other. And um, but I think what's just as damaging and what's just as difficult is where you feel like you have to go in and keep the peace, right? Where you can't say anything that you think you have to keep your mouth shut. Um, and that is equally difficult for people, I think. To so, which is why it's so important for us to figure out how can we talk to each other in a way that is respectful. And we have really lost a lot of that ability. Um, and I'm not sure totally why. I mean, a lot of people like to blame social media for that. I think that probably is part of it. Um, I think that we have less face to face interaction with people and maybe less experience of talking to each other in groups in committees. I mean, the old way of doing things, right, was we all got together and had a committee to figure things out. And a lot of people aren't involved in organizations like that, where they work through committee, and they have to work with a bunch of other people to try to solve a problem. And so um, I think we've maybe lost some of that skill a little bit. And so it, it does take a lot of personal grounding before you go into these situations, I think, to really ask, what am I called to say here? And maybe you are called to say nothing, but you know, some things that you hear, you want to be sure that you're standing up for other people and not just um, letting maybe racist comments or really difficult comments roll over you without standing up to those in some way, I think. So it's, it's a balancing act. It's very challenging for people to navigate. Well, and it's a, it's an ongoing journey. And right. so my, if I find myself in a difficult confrontation or a discussion and I feel like I didn't say the right thing or I didn't handle it well, there will be another difficult conversation or, right. or discussion. And one of the things about having a spiritual practice about consistently, compassionately, in a disciplined way, returning to spirit, like we do every month in Open Peaceful Heart, one of the things about having that spiritual practice is you start to get your mind around that idea that there's always more. There's the next breath the next opportunity. And so it allows you to feel into what is in your present, this conversation I'm having now, without having to do so much projection or have so much fear be part of that. Right. 
Yes. And I think what you said about how there will be a next conversation, that's really important to remember, too. And, you know, there's this magical thing on social media, which I know a lot of people are exercising a lot of their frustration on social media. But there's there are these little magic three buttons on Facebook next to your post. And if it's a response or something, and if you click those magic three buttons, you can either edit or delete what you've written. So, you know, just because you wrote something maybe in the passion of the moment, and I've never done this, so, you know, I have no zero experience with this at all, Mm -hmm. but you can go back in and you can either delete that comment or you can edit that comment. And as I've done, say, this is, I went back and looked at this and this is not really how I wanted to say this. This is not what I wanted to say. This is not how I believe we should be talking with each other. And so I'm reposting this and editing it to be uh, a more loving contribution to the conversation rather than leave it the way that it was. And, and you can do that. And loving doesn't mean not strong right or not it's like james on the stage right loving doesn't mean not confident loving doesn't mean i didn't know what to say so i kind of half said something loving can be strong and true and present and right but also not cruel or divisive or savage right or sometimes i see things on social media that that feel to me so ignorant of reality and of the facts right that it's disturbing and those are the things that i find for me as myself i just don't respond to those right i i admit to having great meme frustration so i think on all sides uh, of um of any debate really there are these memes that just come out of nowhere both kind of right wing and left wing and they just have no basis in reality or there's something when you dig into it a little bit and it really doesn't take much to dig into it, which I wish people would do before they post um, that they would dig into. Is this true? And, you know, it's easy to Google and easy to hit Snopes.com. Right. And it's also a lot of times you can easily find an actual source document for things, a source document from the Justice Department or wherever that actually tells you the truth behind something. Um, But a lot of people don't seem to take the time to do that. They just see a meme that they agree with in theory and throw it up out into the world, literally throw it up out into the world. And, um, and that doesn't add to our discourse. That just makes things more difficult. And then, you know, some of us are spending our time uh, researching things for people, which just irritates (laughs) us, frankly. (laughs) Well, and it kind of brings us back to that idea of open, peaceful heart. I know we're down to just our last few minutes here, but it it brings us back to that idea of open, peaceful heart. Um, Those memes on Facebook open something in me that's not peaceful. Right, exactly. That opens my closed, embittered, how could you say that? How dare you? That's not that's not the place from which we can respond with love or change or growth or see each other, hear each other, understand each other. Right. So for the listeners, what would you like to tell them? How can they, why don't you let them know the website and let them know what they'll find there and how they can connect. So openpeacefulheart.com is the website and you can find all of our past meditations there. They're about, I think almost two years worth now at this point, and maybe two and a half years. I think it started in March of 
2016. It might have been that long so ago. We're two, so yeah, we're almost three almost years. Almost three years. So you'll find uh, a meditation for every month there on a wide variety of topics. And each meditation includes a little introduction and um, a few minutes of silence. And typically a guided meditation is what we've been doing. So you can find that all there at openpeacefulheart.com. And I hope you'll consider joining us once a month. Um, the the call-in details are available right there at the website. And if you also are following me on Facebook, look for Karen Hager or look for Out of the Fog with Karen Hager on Facebook and you can and you can find us there. I always say that this is 15 minutes that we spend. It's no selling, no yelling. Um, all you need to do is listen and be present. Kathy, thank you very much for being on the program. Absolutely. Thank you. Was it everything you hoped it would it, be? It Did absolutely you? was. I'm All that so and more. Oh, my goodness. There's free champagne afterwards, too. <laughs> and we... they're decorating the Christmas tree, right? So. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> Kathy Henry. She is the co-founder with me of the Open Peaceful Heart Project. I hope so much that you will go and find tools and resources for yourself in your own journey, especially as we head into the new year at Open Peaceful Heart. Com. You're also very welcome to visit my website, KarenHager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session with me there if you are so inclined, if you're looking for intuitive guidance for your own spiritual path. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. <laughs>